This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. The back end of the two-car goes flying, calls Jr. a top-five finish. That debris nothing but a spoiled little piece of sheet metal. The Dale Jr. download starts now. Damn, we didn't need that caution. Uh, you can say that again, Stevie, with Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer, and Brad Kislowski has been complaining about how he's been targeted by NASCAR, um, that he's getting special attention from NASCAR. He got docked some points. Paul Wolf, his crew chief, got fined. He's been complaining is what I'm trying to say, Mike. The guy had half of his car fly off on Sunday and finish sixth in the race. Dale Jr. had absolutely a top-five car. And I know Kozlowski didn't mean for his car to fly off and cost Jr. or, or uh, Stenhouse or Carl Edwards, but Dale Jr. and Steve Letart did absolutely everything they were supposed to do in Kansas and finished 16th. Stunk. Well, do you salute Kozlowski for finishing sixth with a, with a torn-up race car, or are you mad at him? I'm mad at him. Really? I'm mad at him because he's been complaining like crazy these last few weeks. Yeah, but he's not going to pull off on his own. No, I know that, but, I mean, it, are you trying to tell me that this guy's, you know, getting unfair treatment? He's he's not unlucky. There's nothing unlucky about Brad Kislowski. Well, it's a judgment call on whether you, you pull a car, if you black flag a car. He's certainly was not uh, losing speed. Right. He did have a good chunk of car it missing. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was but, flying off. You know, I talked to Stevie Latart this morning, and I asked him that same question. He's like, you know, if you're not dropping fluid on the track and you're not losing speed, it really would be hard. And you're on the lead lap. It is hard for NASCAR to make that judgment call. Uh, but it is a judgment call, which means that you're going to have people that are going to debate it. I don't have any pr- – no, I'm not saying that they should have black flagged them. I'm saying that this guy has acted like woe is me in the last week or two. And yesterday, his part of his car is missing, and he finished sixth in the race. I wouldn't play the woe is me card right now if I'm Brad Kozlowski. That's my point. Dale Jr. and Steve Letarte, in my opinion, ran the perfect race. They took a car that qualified 23rd. They had one, their first practice run was pretty good, but the second and third were average. And they had a top five car yesterday. They called the perfect race and finished 16th. You know, so it that's is. what's disappointing. That they is. did. It was a, it was a wonderful strategy. It was. It was a wonderful strategy, and it was a strategy to win the race. That is important because a lot of people are saying, "When are you going to win a race?" That was a strategy that you go win a race. Sometimes to win a race, you've got to take an aggressive strategy. If you want to just finish in the top 10 and guarantee that, then you pit with the rest of the cars and you don't stretch your fuel mileage. That's exactly right. They went after a win. Yep. And it didn't work out. Yeah. And I want to talk more about that coming up, but let's talk about that strategy set up. Here's uh, Steven Jr. in the pits, uh, Dale Jr. in fourth place. And uh, here we hear some uh, Latart right here. This is Green Flag Radio right here. There's a lot of gray area in this calculation, so I want to go as long as I can, though, because we're close to a window. You know the deal. Let me know when you're coming. All right, I'm showing this around two away right here. It should be close to two away. Fresh Fans 29 just pulled off in your mirror. Yeah, I want to go. Just let me know when we're coming. But that's the leader, though. You're going to be the leader here at the line. You're clear by 10 over the 15. Hit this time. This time. This time. Okay. And he got an extra point by doing that. Stayed out. Let a lap. Uh, and tried to stretch that fuel mileage as far as he could. 
and it really looked like the right decision. Do you know what just let me know when you're coming means? That means if you have run out of fuel, let oh, me know. So absolutely. That's, that's how close. When he said that, I'm like, oh, this is nerve time right there. This is nervous. I'm, uh, I, they are really stretching this fuel mileage to the absolute last drop. That's not the only time that he said that either. No. Later in the race, he said it in junior, and he said, try to get me five more, and then junior said, I'm coming this time. <laughs> yeah, so we'll hear that coming up. But uh, strategy plays out uh, 18 laps after the green flag pit stop. You had the sixth caution flag, and Dale Jr.'s in eighth place, and everyone else had to pit, and it put him second for the restart. Let's hear that. Oh, coming. Stay out. Stay out. Stay out. Stay out. We ran way longer than all they did. That's how we lost the time to them. We can make it a one-stop. They couldn't. There, there are two stops from where we were just at. They have to stop here. Yeah, all right, but I'm just letting you know what they're doing. Step four. Step four. That was good. That was good. We got we got all them laps in like we needed. I mean, all these guys are taking gas only anyway. And, and you, what you hear right there is Dale Jr. saying, man, the whole field's coming. Right. This doesn't and, look right. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and Stevie's like, man, no. We, we can go further than these guys. We can make it on one stop. And Junior's this. like, okay, man, I'm just letting you know. And Steve's response is, I'm trying to win this race. Right. That's basically what he's saying. What you alluded to earlier is, yeah, okay, you want to finish top five? You want to finish seventh, eighth, somewhere in there? You know, we can do that if we come with everybody else. Right. I want to win this thing. It was playing out just like Latart had wanted. It was a little unfortunate, however, that the caution came out at all because that allowed everyone to get within their one-stop window, which Junior and just a handful of other cars were on. Um, if that thing had played out green, they were th- those cars were in a world of mess. Junior was sitting gold uh, because he could make it in one stop. The rest couldn't. They were going to have to make green flag stops, and that was going to really set him back. But it was a little unfortunate that, that happened. But being that it did, it still put Junior up to, uh, to second. I think he was behind Edwards for that restart. Yeah, and he he was running third most of the next uh, long green flag run. Casey Kane had pa- passed him towards the right. very end of that run. Yeah. So Junior really was in fourth. But then you had uh, Stenhouse pit. Right. You had Carl Edwards pit, and Dale Junior pitted. And this is where all this the, is where it happened. Yeah, all the luck ran out. Here it is. We're coming. We're ready. We're ready. Four, but no pressure, bud. Just hit pit road hard here. No pressure at all. Four thousand all the way over here. We got you. All right, Dale, this is two tires. Leave on me, not the jack. Leave on me. We will set the right side down. You leave on me. Two tires, two tires. Five, four, three, two, one. Two tires on me. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the leader, CJ? Wait, 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 wait. All right, go, 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 go. We'll blend off the two here. Ten four. We'll see where we all end up here, buddy. All right. Damn, we didn't need that caution. Huh. You can say that again. Uh, a couple things to mention here. First of all, uh, Junior saying we're coming this time. Steve had told him, you know, hey, look, we're going to try to stretch this four or five more laps, but Junior said we're coming this time. Obviously, he didn't have much left in the fuel tank. And then you hear uh, Latart say, leave on me. Obviously, they're trying to get as much gas in there as they can. And we didn't hear that just now from TJ Majors, but we'll talk to him in just a few minutes about this. But you could hear it in TJ's voice. Uh, the frustration when that caution came out because you knew, man, that really cost him big time. I mean, if if that caution flag doesn't fly, Mike, they absolutely, I think, have a shot there in the end. If they don't win the race, I think they finish somewhere b- between second and fifth. Yeah. You know, are you like me? Like when the caution comes out when you pit, you don't know if that's helped you or hurt you like right off the bat. Like you're like, no. should I be upset here? Should I be upset? You know, and it's almost like that kind of happened like, 
until Stevie said, oh, we didn't need that. I'm like, okay, all right, that's, this is not good. I know that there's really nothing you can do about this. You know, that, that it, it's not like NASCAR can change the rules and say, you know what, we can't, we're going to go back to how everybody was running before Junior uh, Edwards and Stenhouse pitted. That, that's how we'll set the field during a caution like that. We're not going to penalize you for pitting. But that's too difficult to do. It's not like NASCAR could change that rule. I just really hate it when you don't make a poor decision and it costs you 13 spots on the on the on the field you know and and that's just uh that's what's so frustrating is it's one thing if you get you know like last week when you have a battery die or you make bad decisions in Martinsville or you don't have a good car or whatever but this week when you don't do anything wrong and it costs you 13 spots on the track that stinks you don't do anything wrong and you did everything right yeah. i mean it was like everything worked out Absolutely, and with taking gambles too, and it worked yeah. out right. Yeah, it, it, it was. It's really hard to swallow when that happens, doesn't it? I don't understand at all how Ricky Stenhouse got the wave around or got the uh, lucky dog on this next one because he should have been an, ahead well, of Dale Earnhardt Jr. There was certainly confusion. Yeah, and let's, <laughs> let's hear about that right here. I think we might be the lucky dog. We're either on the tail end, we're going to take the wave by, or we're the lucky dog. I'm waiting to see it cycle, and I will let you know, sir. That was a great job to pit road, but that's exactly how that should work. Saying a 17 is the lucky dog, so I don't know. All right. But wait, we're ahead of him. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Grab our official. The lucky dog line up in front of the wave by. Hold on. I'm debating that the 17 is the lucky dog. We're in front of him on the racetrack. I don't know how that's possible. i got to get a description. Good Lord. We are way back. Yeah, P20 right now, but that one was untimely. We were good from there to the end, but that one hurt. And, and you can tell Junior's focusing on, on the race. He's focusing on getting as much as he can, not really looking at the board very much, but then it really sunk in on that restart there with what happened. Why that matters, by the way, is the lucky dog can pit and service the car. The wave around can't. So here it is on a restart that Junior hasn't been able to pit. And that car on the previous stop, the adjustments, and Latarp said this this morning, I thought it was a very, very good point. That LeCar, that that LeCar, that car on its previous adjustments, those adjustments were second-place adjustments, not 21st-place adjustments. And there's a difference when you're back in that pack, you know, and uh, you, your car is going to act differently back in the pack than it is up front. And it wasn't set up to be back in the pack. Everything had worked out to where they were up in the front, and that previous stop that they had made, they were making adjustments to be up front. And then here it is. Now they're back in the pack, and they can't even make a pit stop because the lucky they weren't the lucky dog. Stenhouse was able to make a pit stop, put four tires on, make his adjustments for a 21st-place car, and he actually was able to come up through the pack a little bit, he, he a made lot a, better. He, I think he finished 12th. So, he, yeah, he picked up eight or nine spots. Conversely, Junior only picked up four. Four, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that did hurt a little bit. There's no question. I'll, I'll never understand why Stenhouse uh, got to do that and Junior did not. But uh, we'll ask uh, T.J. Majors about that in well, just a I'll moment. Well, I'll say this. Uh, when I asked Latart, he still doesn't know the answer to that. He's probably going to talk to them next week at the track. Uh, he still needs to get explained or have that explained to him. All right. Obviously, when you have a, something like that happen, it becomes the crew chief's responsibility to try to get everybody back on the same page. And Steve did the best he could with that. Here we go. Go line up. There'll be 40 something to go, man. We're better than most of them. Let's just go get as many as we can. Drove a hell of a race, man. Hate that caution come out. We can't do nothing about that. Yep. It, it, well, I mean, what else can you say there? I will say this as unlucky as the caution was when they were pitting, it was just as unlucky that there wasn't another one. 
I, you know, you expected there to be another caution at the that's end it. to kind of bunch the field back up. There was not another one. Right. And th- and that's the thing. Like, and Junior said after what Steve Letarte just said, he said, we got plenty of time here. And I'm sure he thought, oh, we'll have some more cautions. Exactly. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't happen. So when it's all said and done, Mike, you know, it, it was. It was a frustrating day when you have something like that happen. But it's, it, it's, um, as unfortunate as it was with Luck, they actually moved up in the points. A little bit. They're not in a tie for fifth anymore. Um, they were in fifth. He actually was sixth because Carl Edwards had the tiebreaker being that he had won a race this year. Uh, but now Edwards, I believe, is one point behind That's him. That's right. Right. So Junior's in fifth, one point. And he's not that far from second place. Uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson has definitely put some distance on f- between first and second. But um, Kyle Busch had a terrible day yesterday, so he moved back. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, Junior's only 11 points behind Casey Kane for second place you know, in the points right now. All right, uh, guys, if you haven't tried Dale Jr. potato chips, well, what are you waiting for? Go to DaleJrFoods.com for a store locator or order any of four flavors today. That's DaleJrFoods.com. Let's speed dial. Speed dial. All right, let's talk to the spotter for the number 88 team, TJ Majors, who did an excellent job yesterday in Kansas and, uh, TJ, uh, I could hear it in your voice, uh, your heart sinking when they came in on that caution or came in on uh, that pit stop and the caution flag flew because, you know, certainly everybody had done everything right all day long and you knew that was going to cost them big time. Yeah, it's just one of them things where there's not really a whole lot you can do, you know. You know, you plan your race strategy out for the try to be up there at the end of the race and we did that. We did that really good. Um we timed things just right. We got our fuel mileage just right, and we were setting ourselves up to be in a really good spot at the end of the race. And um, just to have the caution come out when you're on pit road in the middle of a pit stop, and we can't cut the pit stop short because that'll that'll leave us short at the end of the race on fuel. So you're just kind of that's just kind of the boat you're in. I mean, it's just kind of how how the cars are laid out for you then. TJ, I've got like so many questions here I want to ask him. Let me start with this one. All right, before that last green flag stop, you know the money stop. Had Junior run out of fuel? I know they were stretching it right to the very end. And I know Stevie was saying, hey, all right, you got four laps till you run out. And I think he came in before Stevie actually anticipated him running out. Do you know if he ran out? Uh, actually, I think we went we went right past the limit where we thought we could. Um, he, he was getting ready to run out. Um, the way these cars are now, they can. He felt, it, he felt it sputter a little bit, and then he hit pit road. So that's kind of how that worked out. We ended up getting, you know, really good mileage in because that put us in a one-stop-till-the-end deal when everyone else had to stop twice. That, that's what we were going for there. Hey, TJ, l- let me ask you this. When you, when you take some swings at it in Martinsville and they don't work or w- when you have a battery problem in, in Texas or when you run, when you do everything you can to win a race, which one stings the most? I mean, they're all about they're all about equal. They're all out of your control. You know, the the main thing is that we're still running good. It's not like we're running, it's not like we're running twentieth when all that happened. You know, we were we were a contender, and uh, you know, even with a with a not the greatest qualifying effort that weekend, you know, it's still we know when we line up that we're going to have good cars. Stevie's really good at you know putting their car together for the race, and 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 Junior's really confident in him, and you can see it in his driving. And when we take the green, I mean, he just. Even if he doesn't feel like he's the fastest car, then it's little by little. We make progress the whole race. 
Hey, last thing for you, TJ, is you saw what the 20 had, what the 5 had. If uh, the caution doesn't come out, where do you think uh, the 88 finishes yesterday? And and you certainly hear the frustration in my voice. You'll hear the frustration in the fans' voice. What what was Junior's reaction to it and, and Steve's reaction, everybody's reaction to it afterwards? Uh, you know, I, I think – I think we finished top three. Um, I think we. I don't think there was. We were putting ourselves in any disadvantage for um, pitting. Then had a late caution come out. I don't think we'd do anything but maybe take right side tires and, um, uh, you know, at worst. And um, I think we finished top three. EJ, uh, great job as usual. Appreciate you being on the program. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. You know, the last couple of weeks, Mike, have been pretty entertaining with Reaction Theater. I'm starting to think you don't live right. I uh, I got a feeling this is going to be even better. <laughs> yeah. Or worse, depending on your perspective. Well, here's the thing. I, you know what? Whatever we are about to hear from the fans, they're all, they, they all have the right to their opinion, and I'm not going to tell anybody their opinion's off. Yeah. Unless their opinion's off. There better be somebody blaming Mike Hogg. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Three key points to remember after Kansas. One, we were third when the caution came out. Two, we're in the top five standings. And three, Kyle Bush wrecked. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad, huh? There is that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably his worst track. And, hey, I don't want to get off on a side note here, but a lot of people are talking about, oh, the 18's going to be a championship contender. And they've been saying that for years. And I'm not saying he's not one of the best drivers out there. He is. But he has races like this. Jimmy Johnson doesn't have nearly as many races like this. Good point. Yep, next. What the hell? We go from 4th to 20th? We don't need that kind of help, guys. Come on, let's go. Yeah. What 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 happened there? Come on, guys. What was wrong with your how, pit stop? How, how, how could, could you? this happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think he was paying real good attention. Next. I feel like Kid Slowski means about NASCAR in there conspiracy theories. NASCAR for the government throwing cautions when juniors on pit road trying to keep the damn man down. I, trying to keep the man that, down. That's what it is. Most popular driver we're going to mess with him. Right. Yeah, That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Next. For all the junior nation that thinks our strategy was screwed, it was fantastic. Steve McCarr did a great job all day. So hopefully we're just going to get all these bad breaks out of the way and be awesome at the end. I think you can kind of sense that in their voice. It's like, you know what? Let's get all this out of the way in April. A lot better in April than it is in October. I'm glad for the most part people recognized that the strategy was good. There's, the, 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 there were a couple, like I think, on Twitter that were yeah. losing their mind about it. and that, just, that strategy was perfect as far as everything they could control. The loud minority. Next. Well, this was old NASCAR Steve Keselowski out there for 20 laps flapping debris. They don't do nothing. They don't black flag them like they should. And it ends up screwing up. It doesn't, not just Junior, it screws up Stenhouse. It's ridiculous. I, I like your bleeps. You know, you didn't let Dustin use the bleeps this week. You decided to. to... I found that horn when I was doing the extended reaction theater last week, and I just kind of liked it. That was very unusual, but it is funny. And good points there by that guy. Next. Just real sick of these top five runs turning into finishes like that over things that really can't be controlled. First off, Koslowski should have been black flagged or brought to pit road for the way that his car was. And the reason for that is because he ruined a lot of people's days, not just Dale Jr.'s. And then another thing is it pisses me off how they're praising him like he's some kind of god after the race. Yeah, cool, man. You f***ed over a lot of people's days. But, yeah, you're the man, Koslowski. You got anything to say to that, Taylor? Yeah, woe is me, man. <laughs> Cry me a river. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Next. Love listening to you guys every Monday morning while I'm sitting in the office. 
three weeks in a row bad. Dale Jr. and the 88 crew. Good news is they're running great. The bad luck will end eventually. Wind's coming their way and good tracks for Dale coming up. Go Dale Jr. Does have really good tracks coming up, Richmond and Talladega. You never know what's going to happen in Dega, you know, when the big one's going to happen, who's going to get collected in the big one. But if Junior is there at the end, you know he's got a shot to win. Talladega makes me nervous. Of course. It oh. makes everybody nervous. Man. But you know what I'm saying? If he's there in the end, he's got he's going to be, Yeah. you know, he's got I a like, shot to win. I like who's in the driver's seat. I do. I hated the two-car tango, but – I was there when he pushed Jimmy Johnson all the way around. The tr- that was one of the most unbelievable things we've ever seen. Guy was like in 24th with half a lap to go and pushed uh, another call, car all the way around. Isn't it funny how people still bring that race up anytime they might want to be mad at Jimmy? Yeah. You, know, you notice that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Next. <laughs> Five straight weeks of good luck, three straight weeks of bad luck. Even my baby can't stand it. Sure how it is, Anderson. She's pissed about Junior finishing 16th. <laughs> that's good right there i understand yeah i yeah. understand my 10 month old she wasn't happy either well i mean the day she was born they won that's right you know right so i mean you know she, she thought was this was up. a weekly thing <laughs> right so she doesn't get it <laughs> right next i think it's time for mike davis and my co to go get jimmy johnson hold his ass down and pull that lucky horseshoe out of his ass and give it to Dale Jr. This is getting ridiculous, boys. We need some luck going our way. You know, Jimmy's had some bad luck, too. I mean, not not really as much this year, but he's had some. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. You know, get it out of your system right now. Whose idea was it to put the horseshoe in his ass? Like, why did it? Why can't it just be in his hand? I would take the horseshoe out of his hand. Right. Not take it. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. It doesn't seem like that'd be much fun. Next. I was trying to figure out who to be mad with. I wanted to be mad at Brad, but I couldn't because, you know, I was going to Junior saying stay out and do the same thing. I wanted to be mad at NASCAR for not throwing the black flag, but again, if Junior was in that position, I'd want them to do the same thing. I wanted to be mad at Steve, but actually he made the right strategy call, if not for the caution. I wanted to be mad at 48 somehow, couldn't figure out how to do that. So finally I figured it out. It's Hogue. Hogue broke his leg off the road for two or three weeks. Junior goes to first in points. He comes back, and look what happens. Somebody at Junior Motorsports needs to break his leg again. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I like Mike. He's a really good guy. But I, I, I thought about this yesterday. I'm going to break one of his legs. Well, as our friend Marty Smith would say, astute observation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Hog, as somebody else calls him on, <laughs> on this thing, it, I mean, the luck, he, he's not bringing a whole lot of luck. Are you going to Richmond, Mike? No, see, that's why we do need to keep Hogue healthy. Why? So he can keep traveling. Yeah, but when you traveled or when JR traveled, he had good finishes. Yeah, I went through a three-year dry spell, my friend. Yeah, I got plenty of uh, blame. Next. All this is because of Mike Hogg's fault. <laughs> Mike Hogg, stay the f*** at home. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, like, I like Mike Hogg a lot. I mean, again, <laughs> nice fella. But Wow. Next. Bad luck places again, but I figured it out. His beard, it was good the first five races of the season, but I, I think it's run its course on luck. What he needs to do, if you remember, his dad used to go to that barber back in uh, Kannapolis, and he used to get a winning cut. What did he say? He went to some barber and got a winning cut. Okay. Uh, yeah. He didn't do that? I think he's blaming the beard. Yeah. Should he shave the beard? Yes, he should. He should? Yeah. Yeah. Next. Dale Jr. running the top ten in the top three, and he gets screwed on the caution. I think we can all blame this on Jeff Gordon 
cursing Dale Jr. because he followed him into the pit. This is all Jeff Gordon's fault. God, I hate Jeff Gordon. <laughs> of course it's Jeff Gordon's fault. <laughs> what, what, what were we thinking? I like to do the old boy called in and said, I want to blame 48, can't figure out how to do right. it. <laughs> Next. TJ Majors, I blame you. If you'd cleared Junior better, the car would have been faster. It's your fault. I don't think that makes a whole lot of sense. But I'm okay with it. <laughs> Next. Normally after dropping from a sure top five car to 16th, I'd be good and pissed off. But the fact of the matter is, after watching the events unfold in Boston and West Texas this week, man, I'm just glad to get through this week and move on. We'll be fine. We made the right call. It happens. But you know what? There's bigger things in life. God bless America. Very well said. Very well said. Now, I think that hit a lot of us hard uh, over the last few days, and uh, that is very true. So yep. well put there to finish things off. And by the way, I'm not mad at Brad Keselowski. He is one of my favorite drivers. I do like him a lot. I'm just saying don't play the woe is me card anymore after what happened yesterday. I think, I think yeah, it's all evened out, right? That's exactly I will, right. Hey, let me add one thing. Um, we get a lot of voicemails, and I've said this before, but I want to reiterate. We get a lot of good voicemails, and I'd love to put them all on this podcast, but we can't because of time. And then yeah. there's some voicemails that you can't understand real well. But I put everything else that I can possibly fit on the Extended Reaction Theater, and I put that on com on Thursdays. So, folks, if you didn't hear your voicemail on the podcast, we still appreciate you calling, and Thursday is your day. Uh, so listen in. All right, very good. And a uh, reminder, there are four flavors of Dale Jr. potato chips, crispy original, zesty jalapeno, Creole and green onion, and Carolina barbecue. Go to DaleJRFoods.com. That's DaleJrFoods.com right now. And get yours today. Let's throw the white flag. There you go, buddy, white flag. All right, this week is heavy on the junior motorsports side as owners, team members, drivers, and everyone in between get together tomorrow for a company luncheon. Now, included in that group will be Jeffrey Earnhardt, who will drive the number five Corvette Parts.net Chevrolet this Friday night at Richmond. Regan Smith will be in the number seven TaxLayer.com Chevrolet. Now, for those of you who like playing games, and I know, Taylor, you're one of them on your yeah. smartphone, you need to check out the new Amp Energy Power Dash app if you haven't already. It's addicting, and it features your favorite driver, Dale Jr., and you can win weekly prizes and even a chance at a 2013 Chevy Camaro Convertible SS. And we were totally hoping to tell you about Dale Jr.'s awesome tour of the coal plant last week, but that appearance was canceled due to the crazy weather that swept through the Midwest. That's been rescheduled for May 7th. And finally, Taylor, we just mentioned it a second ago, but a lot has gone on since our last podcast. And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't express our deepest thoughts and prayers to everyone affected by the tragic events in the past week. And also send out our sincerest gratitude to law enforcement, firefighters, medics, first responders, you name it. Just overall American heroes. We salute you all. I'm not going to drop the F-bomb that David Ortiz did at Fenway Park, but I am going to say everything else. No one else is going to dictate our freedom. God bless America. Thoughts and prayers with those in West Texas, and stay Boston strong. That's For right. Dustin Lee, Mike Davis, TJ Majors, I'm Taylor Zarzer. This has been the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today is your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.